Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Bubbles and Clown Shows. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is June 9th, Thursday in the year 2022. Tonight begins the fake trials for the January 6th debacle, which the government executed the coup on the people of America. Tonight is when the left drools over its show that it's been looking so forward to, the bread and circuses of getting to seethe and drool and envision the evil and the Nazis that they would call the MAGA group, which is all of us. And tonight is a night when the cover-up goes deeper to not only hide the Democrats' complicity in all of this, and not just the Democrats, but everybody on Capitol Hill, but in which the FBI will give license to start harassing more people and turning the state into a further tyranny. Welcome to America with a K. Before we begin tonight, patriots, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. And with a good night's sleep, make sure you're also waking up to some like comfy slippers. And Mike Lindell's got a great special going on on my slippers at mypillow.com. And your promo code is BARDS. Take a listen. So I take a vitamin every morning. Oh, that wasn't it. <laughs> I don't take that vitamin. You'll hear that piece in a minute. Here we go. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to give each and every one of you one last chance to get my original My Slippers. Go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code, and you'll get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off and the biggest savings ever. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you won't find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Not only that, they come with an indoor-outdoor sole so you can wear them anytime, anywhere. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. And now you can get them for the best savings ever, only $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off. We have extremely low quantities, and once they're gone, they're gone. So order now. And that's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. And your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And if you want to speak to a real live person, call 800-975-2939. 800-975-2939. And there you've got a Patriot Pillow Counselor standing by. And they'll take good care of you. Nothing like great products from MyPillow to make your day, to make your whole evening, and to make your morning with that nice cup of coffee. It's awesome. Again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. All right, so where do we begin with this insanity? Because it's just that. We begin with the Democrats, this headline in Zero Hedge, Democrats ignore their role in capital breach. No surprise. The January 6th hearings are set to begin tonight. 
will be even more predictable than the primetime fare they are pre- pre- uh, preempting. Once again, we will be told the story of narcissistic president who helped whip up the mob in the mad hopes of overturning the 2020 election. And I'll bet you'll never guess who is one of the all-stars in all of this that's going to open tonight for this. You guessed it. Bill Barr. Nancy Pelosi's partisan January 6th committee, this is from the Gateway Pundit, has hired former television network executive to produce Thursday's witch hunt proceedings in a shameless attempt to turn the primetime hearing into me must see TV. The Shams January 6th committee started its partisan hearing with a video clip of the deposition of former Attorney General Bill Barr. Based on the recorded video interview, former AG William Barr told President Trump that he has that he lost the 2020 presidential election and that his belief the election was stolen was, quote, bullshit. Quote, I can recall one was on November 23rd, one was on December 1st, and one was on December 14th. This is Bill Barr's quote. And I've been through sort I've been through sort of the give and take of these discussions. And in that context, I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen or putting it out out this stuff, which I told the president was, quote, bullshit. He continues, I didn't want to be part of it, and that's one of the reasons that went into my, me deciding to leave when I did. He continues, you can't live in a world where the incumbent administration stays in power based on its view, unsupported, ordered by specific evidence that there was fraud in the election. Continuing, I did not see evidence of fraud that would have affected the outcome of the election. And frankly, a year and a half later, I haven't seen anything change my mind on that. Yes, Bill Barr. Thank you, Bill Barr. He is a traitor. And, you know, this is the sort of thing where I can already hear there's a whole bunch of people are going to say, like, no, he's actually, he's working undercover for the White Hats. <laughs> Here's my answer. Good. Then he can, he can suffer the consequences of being an undercover traitor. How's that? This is, this is the sort of nonsense we're going to have to clear out because there's so much of this going on. And in this sense of clown shows where the preeminent clown show is rolling this evening, it's absolutely ridiculous. And this whole thing, keep in mind that this entire thing is targeted towards developing an arrest warrant for president Donald J. Trump. Hear what I just said. They are gearing this up to develop an arrest warrant for President Donald J. Trump. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to just, I don't want to see anybody lose their mind, but I just want you to think back to something Q said, and this could be completely upside down for some people. Q said the first arrest will will shock the world. Patriots, I'm going to tell you, there's only one person that would shock the world right now, and that would be an arrest or an arrest attempt or an arrest warrant for President Donald J. Trump. I don't wish it, but I'm going to tell you this is possible, and I think we talked about it last night. Go ahead, bring it. I'm just telling you, if you're part of the deep state, you think this is a good idea, I'm just simply advising very cautiously, don't, because bear season's coming up, and oh, I've got my tag. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It's good, too. 
you can we can use ATVs on this season too. And some parts of the country, you can even use bear stands like deer stands and corn to feed them. I'm telling you, last time I checked, if you get a predator tag, there's no limits either. Just saying. And bear meat, man, something else. All right. Anyway, kind of off topic there. Sorry. Didn't mean to go down that hunting route. Oh, you know what? Speaking of hunting, man, I can't believe I didn't mention it. Just so we're clear what's going on here. Tomorrow night, who do we have on? None other than... Come and take it. Uncle Ted, Ted Nugent's coming on tomorrow night, so buckle up, Patriots. It's going to be a rock and roll evening with one of the best and finest guitarists in history. He's going to light it up tomorrow with his love for this country, love for 2A, and love for liberty. So be here. Don't be late. It's going to get wild. I'm telling you. Yep, we love Uncle Ted. It's going to be awesome. And... I'm going to see, I might even do, I, I would typically only do uh, audio, but I'm going to see if we can rig it up so we can do a video recording and we'll put that, that up on other platforms. So anyway, just so you know, but that won't be here. It'll be everywhere just like normal. So be ready because that's going to be a fun interview. Take our mind off of the stupid. And I guarantee you, all I have to say tomorrow night is I'll just say January 6th and you just step back, buckle up. And wait for what Uncle Ted has to say. Because once I get through tonight, you'll be prepped. You'll be prepped for tomorrow night. I'm telling you. Oh, by the way, just in case you're worried about where we're going, our fearless leader has some good words for the whole world and you. I'm serious. You turn on the TV, look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? When's the last time you saw the way, I mean, people are selling products. They do ads to sell products. And they sell products when people, they appeal to people. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. I'm serious. You turn. <laughs> oh, there. That's, that's it. Our hand puppet is doing his job. Fearless leader leading the world with his babbling. If you're a Democrat and you believe in that man, I've got a really good suggestion. Before you go to bed tonight. And after you vacate yourself, just put your head in the toilet and flush it with it all. I'm serious. And do a swirling on yourself because it'll help. I think it'll clear your head for the morning. I'm so tired of this nonsense of the left, whoever's out there that believes in this. And this is what they're like. It's like, well, he's not perfect, but at least he's better than Trump. That is not the way you run a country. This is nonsense. And these are the same people out there. Well, a lot of them are the same people out there. They're concerned about more concerned about their gender than they are anything else. And that's wonderful. So proud of you in this moment of rainbow warrior month in other news. And this is going to be part of the big red pill that Americans in the West are going to have to take that are still asleep into the coma of the matrix. This is a rather significant too. It's not getting good. Well reported as you might figure only because if it did, it might reveal something like the mainstream media was doing their job. And who does, who is that? I don't even know. But here's the headline. UK is outraged after two British mercenaries, and they don't tell you, but also one Moroccan, was, were handed a death sentence by the pro-Russian Donetsk court. I want you to think about that. You have heard me say, stay out of there. I've been saying this. I've been telling people, do not get involved in Ukraine. 
Don't go there. Don't give money. Don't give ammo. You retards that are flying a Ukraine flag. You're probably the same ones that took a vax and are also wearing a mask and thinking the pandemic was real. I can't help that brain damage, but I'm simply telling you there are consequences for being stupid. Here's the report. Initially, reports suggested that a pair of captured British foreign fighters in Russian military custody faced 20 years in jail. But the final ruling in what Western observers have condemned as a show trial, not that we're having one of those tonight at all. That's like the kettle calling the kettle black. Has ended up shockingly worse. Oh, my goodness. Here it comes. On Thursday, 28-year-old Aiden Aslan and a 48-year-old Sean Pinner have been sentenced to death by a court in the pro-Russian breakaway Republic of Donetsk. The British nationals had been serving in the Ukraine military but were captured in April while fighting in the now Russian-conquered Maripol. They appeared in a Donetsk court this week on charges of terrorism and being a mercenary. On Wednesday, Russian state RIA Novotsky aired footage of the men pleading guilty to the crimes which critics say were coerced. A captured Moroccan national fighting of, fighting of the Ukrainians, Saudun Brahim, was also sentenced to death in the same proceedings. So because they speak out and because they're a little roughed up because they were in war, this was coerced. But if you're a January 6th protester in jail, getting the hell beaten out of you by American guards, being starved on food and being de- denied proper medical care, that's not being coerced. Even though the FBI stood by many of these boys and told them that if they didn't do this and they didn't accept the plea, they would face life in prison. That's not coercion. Just want to be clear. I don't want to get anybody confused. And the FBI doesn't coerce anybody. Hey, by the way, if you want to ever look up something, take a look back at one of the terrorists they picked up in Libya just before we nuked the heck, and we didn't nuke it, but we bombed the hell out of Libya. You'll find that the one of the people the FBI picked up, yes, I just said that, the FBI was in Libya doing foreign counterterrorism off our shores. Miraculously, he got onto the boat, and by the time he arrived in the U.S., both of his forearms had mysteriously been broken. They said he fell. Figure that one out. This is the same FBI that is now at your door when you say something wrong. This is the same FBI that doesn't coerce anybody. This is the same FBI that arrested a special forces veteran for not being participant in their plan to overthrow America. This is the same FBI that's supposed to be the greatest law enforcement agency on the face of the earth. I, I just don't know what to say. Isn't that amazing? Incredible. But anyway, that this little bit of news here of the two mercenaries, this is part of your clown show that they're part of what the clown show is hiding because they don't want you to see stuff like this. This is this is the deeper story of this is what's going on on Maripol. Maripol is a deep underground facility funded by U.S. taxpayer dollars. Oh, wait, let me be clear. Funded by our taxpayer dollars through the DOD into Hunter Biden's Burisma and other companies that funded that into an oligarch's hand so they could build a deep underground facility in an old steel mill from the Soviet era where they could put in a bioweapons lab deep in the basement and the bowels. 
of the of the of the whole network. So what we're looking at here is the Russians are pulling it apart. They're starting to expose what was going on. And of course, there's a bit of outrage in England because two of their people are going to be sentenced to death. Get used to it. We're probably going to see a lot more. I don't think this is the end of any of this. I think it's only the beginning and it's going to be pretty crazy. But I think that it's better to understand also what we're actually up against right now. Here's a little clip from a few days ago. This afternoon, the Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will, sign, will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda. 2030 Agenda, that's what all of this collapsing of the food system is. And this collapsing of the food system is trying to force people into the dependence upon their new vertical agriculture systems that they've been embedding into all of the cities at the expense, or I should say funding, fund backing of Vanguard and BlackRock, all in partnership with Bayer and Monsanto. I'm sure that food's of great quality, by the way. Can't wait. Listen to some of these. This, this is just in the last few months. Take a listen. February 15th, Wisconsin River Meats Processing Facility destroyed by fire in Mostyn, Wisconsin. February 15th, that was February 5th, the first one. February 15th, Bonanza Meat Company goes up in flames in El Paso, Texas. February 22nd, Shears Foods Processing Plant explodes in Hermiston, Oregon. February 22nd, fire destroys Deli Star Meat Plant in Fayetteville, Illinois. March 17th, Nestle Food Plant extensively damaged in fire and new production destroyed in Johnsboro, Arkansas. March 19th, Walmart Food Distribution Center catches fire in Plainland or Plainfield, Indiana. March 24th, Major fire at McCrum Potato Plant in Belfast, Maine. March 29th, Maricopa Food Pantry burns down 50,000 pounds of food destroyed in Maricopa, Arizona. March 31st, Rio Fresh Onion Factory damaged by fire in San Juan, Texas. April 13th, fire destroys East Conway Beef and Pork Meat Market in Conway, New Hampshire. April 14th, Taylor Foods Food Processing Plant Burns down in Salinas, California. April 19th, Azure Standard Nation's premier independent distributor of organic and healthy food was destroyed in the fire in Dufer, Oregon. April 21st, plane crashes into and destroys General Mills factory near Atlanta, Georgia. On April 30th, Monmouth Smithfield Foods pork processing plant goes down. Then you've got the same another plant in on the um, on this just goes back. There's just tons of these. I mean, this this list just goes endlessly on. That's just since February, and this thing has been going on for well over a year as food processing plants have been burning down. And of course, this is part of the bubble they're creating, right? To understand kind of what's behind all this bubble and why they're creating it, take a listen to this older clip. When the Soviet Union, Soros, uh, the Soviet Empire collapsed, and as the empire uh, uh, 
collapsed, uh, 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 moved in and picked up the pieces. Uh, first in Hungary in 1984, uh, uh, and then Poland in, in 87, China in 87 as well. Uh, and uh, so this is how the, this, uh, what I'm, the Soros Empire uh, <laughs> replacing the Soviet Empire. <laughs> the Soros Empire. What they do is they create these bubbles, they fracture everything, they break it to the ground. Right now they're on full steam ahead trying to break every aspect of the American economy so that the oligarchs can sweep it up at 10 cents on the dollar. They have overinflated the housing market, which you've seen. All of this is part of the bubble they're building and why they need these distractions like this ridiculous clown show tonight. Keep people occupied, especially the idiot left. Keep them occupied with just that carrot before them. And, you know, I've said this many times. I, I know people are going to be like, that's not very nice to say. No, it's not, because I'm sick and tired of idiots. We got a lot of them. And if you're one of those that believes in January 6th, and I don't care what political spectrum you fall under, you still fall under my spectrum of idiot left. All right, this is the bottom line. We've got to get more people thinking smartly in this country because we have a big problem right now of dumbness. The education system has been masterfully successful at creating dumb people. And with that, obedient people. And that's, that's the ridiculousness of all of this. So while they're giving the clown show of this whole thing about, you know, January 6th. Is, and, you know, you've, you've noticed I haven't covered a lot of January 6th. And I've done this intentionally because this thing is so convoluted. I just want to say this. And it's, it's not intended for any harm against anybody that's inside or any misgivings. If, the, if, if there's legitimate patriots that are being held in there, I just really want to be clear our prayers are with you. But the problem is that with the number of, of FBI informants and the operatives that were embedded into all of this and the number of lies that have been laced into this whole thing and the questions that I keep asking, which no one seems to be able to ask, like how does this prisoner get a cell phone inside the jail? That's not a possible, by the way. That doesn't happen. So I'm, I'm still trying to assess these anomalies, and I'm still leaning towards the fact that somebody's pulling this, the emotional strings on this to keep people distracted because it has kept patriots focused on something very significant in as far as a patriot event, and it's kept everybody's eyes off of very critical issues that are happening, like the food issue, like the fuel issue. Right. And, and like the continued expansion of the fourth industrial, fourth industrial revolution. I've been saying this for a while that nobody's speaking out against the fourth industrial revolution. In fact, the more you dig into it, the military's on a full blown. We are embedding AI. We're getting advanced robotics involved. They are pushing a military machine that is trying to build an AI robotics parallel system. And if you want to look where industry goes, just watch where industry, the military's cutting-edge technologies are because that's where things get started. So we're seeing all of this nonsense go on over here. And we're seeing the distractions as well from the threat of war. I don't even know what the real of the threat of war is, and that's one of the reasons I don't even give it any time. And that's another reason why I say, again, I'm very careful on what I cover on January 6th. What I know about what's going on tonight 
whatever is true or not true about January 6th. This is a complete 1,000% clown show to divide and conquer people more and to lead them down the merry path of stupid. So don't get hooked in it, right? You can put prayers up for the, those out there, and if you want to honor somebody who's in jail, if, they are, if you are concerned about that, then get busy in your local community and demand justice. But that's, this stuff is all intended to keep everybody distracted. And it's necessary. That is, we don't even know what's real anymore. Like, and they, they're so concerned about what we really think when we really understand what was going on with that ministry of truth chick that was really a man, that one that is now gone. I mean, it was always about controlling our information. Take a listen to this, Tucker Carlson. Calm down, conspiracy nut, Joe Biden told us recently. My disinformation board is going to focus on foreign sources of disinformation. It's not aimed at the domestic population. Well, thank heaven for Senator Josh Hawley, because he just got whistleblower documents showing that is, of course, a total lie. The memos Hawley obtained showed the board was created in part to monitor domestic speech, conspiracy theories about the validity and security of elections and COVID vaccines. <laughs> if you question the COVID vaccines, right, you need to be monitored. The board was also working on a partnership with Twitter to suppress unauthorized opinions of many stripes. Tucker is on fire these days. And it's fantastic to see Tucker Carlson is always welcome on this show. We'll see maybe if we can work some magic and get him here. I'd love to have him on. He's doing fantastic, and he's telling the truth like nobody, and that's awesome. <laughs> and just, just in honor of the month we're in, here's a little bit from Tucker again. So the CIA is spying on you, maybe reading your texts. That's illegal, but don't worry because they're celebrating Pride Month. We have the documents. Oh, yeah. Rainbow colors at the CIA. That's what your spy agency is doing for several billion dollars or multi-billion dollars a year of black budgets that you'll never see. They just peel them out on the underside, slide them out the back door. Oh, wait a minute. That's not how they do their budgets. I forgot. Their real money comes from trafficking of drugs and children. So don't worry. You'll never, it'll never touch your taxpayer dollars. That's all the elite getting milked and the stupid people on the street and injecting themselves. But, you know, what can I say? CIA, criminal organization through and through. There you go. The problem we have right now is ultimately understanding truth, and that's always a challenge in this time because things are so much in chaos. This is entropic warfare, and I've mentioned it a couple of times, and it is literally the creating of chaos to make people so exhausted, so tired that they will just give in, and you can't do that. That is no different than throwing up the white flag. It's different than there's one side to say you capitulate, which is you say, I will accept what they say. That's one way of, of giving in and capitulating. But what is the other side of this? And it's a very important other side of this to appreciate is many people will just give up. They're just going to be like, I can't take this anymore. It's too much crazy, too much turbulence. I just can't handle it. And that's what they're trying to get really at the core of this. Because, they're trying to squeeze so hard that people finally throw their arms up. And here's the danger of that is it doesn't matter whether it's the good or the bad or whatever that looks like. The two parties, one face or two, one party, two faces model, which is a Democrat Republican. That nonsense right there. They both win when you give up. You've got to be diligent in your local communities. And this is where I come back all the time. We've got to have God on the platform before us and everything we do because these people are twisting truth constantly. There is a truth. They don't like truth. They don't want to be held accountable. 
I just want you to think about how many people have called out these groomers in, in schools, in the, in the political space. And I'm including everybody on the entire spectrum of Republican and Democrat who's been calling out the groomers. I can know of one, and there may be a few more, but nobody significant other than Marjorie Taylor Greene. That should tell you a lot about what you're dealing with and why this, again, this clown show tonight begins because they want your eyes off of all of that, especially since their groomers came out of the closet literally drooling over the kids, most disgusting thing you could ever imagine. Here's the thing, that they're fearing the bubble. There is a looming bubble coming at us. You're hearing it from all sides. And here's the kind of an unexpected. And that is that state treasurers are starting to realize they are losing massive money from oil revenues. This is a really great thing. I've told you once before, I mean, I've been kind of surprised at the whole silence of the whole oil sector in all of this. And I've told you once before, I was down there giving several lectures a number of years ago, 2014, 2013, 2015. And their attitude is very simple. If people want green energy, let them have it. We'll just take the oil away. Watch what happens. We'll bring the country to the knees. And they are absolutely right. This administration is squeezing all of our resources, trying to shut off the leases. But I'm going to tell you that oil companies are much more innovative than that. They're not going to just collapse and go away. And that's just like them saying you're going to take away your guns. It's not going to happen. They just do it to get you all worked up and get your panties in a wad. Don't. These are just empty empty threats and empty promises. But don't take your eye off it. But my point is it all comes down to defiance or compliance. And since I don't recognize anything in this government that runs out of D.C. in any chapter, I would hope you do the same. We're just going to deny it. Because this is a corporate entity that is a tyranny that's deciding to impose its corporate will upon the people outside of the Constitution. That will not stand. It absolutely will not stand. And the only way that it will stand is if people bow down and like, oh, I'm so afraid I'm going to give in. Don't. They're not. They're afraid of the guns and they're not afraid of the vote. That should tell you everything. They're in, they're what they're, the two things they're really afraid of is the truth that we share and the guns. Those are the two things they're worried about. But they're telling you to vote. Both parties are telling you to vote. That's why I keep saying, go ahead and vote. I'm not telling you not to vote. It's an action that is easy to do and should be done. But don't hold on to expectations that there's going to be any great red wave because there's too many rhinos and too many people that have been bought off within the two-party system. We're not seeing the destruction of the two-party system at all. And because of that and because of that issue right there, all we are dealing with right now is just them giving a little bit to the people, giving them a little carrot of hope, the hopium thing while they work aggressively to try to wipe out the two most deadly parts of the Constitution, which is First Amendment and Second Amendment. And every time that they go after the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, they get the conservatives running after their guns and they work on the First Amendment even more. That would be like the Ministry of Truth. So don't think they aren't trying to create a social chaos in this. And they're trying to divide the country over it. They know they can't take the guns away, but what they hope they can do is create a hatred and continue to mark MAGA as fascist, which is what they're trying to do, even though they are the fascist or doing the mirror thing. And this January 6th thing comes back in. It's very important because they're going to try to tag Trump 
as being an instigator of an insurrection of the fascists. That is the whole model. Comes right out of the Weimar Republic, comes right out of the Nazi playbook. These are the same Nazis that were there in the, in the Operation Paperclip. Probably actually are the same ones. They're probably genetic soup recreated like boys in Brazil for all I know. And we're dealing with them now in our government. Thank you, CIA, for helping that along. We have a ton of corruption in our country. So that's another thing. There's just a lot of people that are clinging on to the idea that we can somehow change this. Like, well, we're going to have a great wave. You can't change the core problem here with just a red wave. The SES class, senior executive class, is one of the most despicable classes in the entire government. They are the ones that are considered, they are unelected, and they consider themselves above the law, and that there is, it is their role to have a continuity of government in the type of government that they like that rules over the people. They're an unelected class, and they cannot be fired. You have other elements within this government, like the, the lobbyists that have all full access to control the vote by money. And, of course, then we have Wall Street, which in itself is just, and I don't care what people say about it. You have Wall Street lovers that will be like, well, it's the greatest thing for capitalism. It is not the greatest thing towards capitalism because all it's doing is exploiting profits, extracting profits on the back of workers, keeping their wages lower and keeping their bonuses lower. And that's what's ending up happening because it's kicking back into other people's funds to give them a cushy little retirement and the number of people that really get the retirement are very few. The rest of you that are participating in the stock market, you're participating in a Ponzi scheme, a big one. They just use your money. And by the way, they just use your money just be, and just to generate other capital leverage. And they give you little trinkets back in return. But by the way, you're the most of that money's gone anyway. I just hate to tell you it's the time to get it out as now and put it into solid assets. But if everybody did a run on Wall Street right now to pull out their money, the entire system would implode, just like with banks. They would lock it down overnight. They'd call it a run on banks, and they'd shut it down. There isn't enough actual true capital to cover the debt that's in this system. This is a debt enslavement system. We are dealing with a global debt, a global debt, derivative debt, which is and that's even worse than debt because that's just created revenues out of nothing. It's invisible. <laughs> it's like creating invisible stocks. Like, oh, I have I have a hundred stock shares in this, so I'm going to create a thousand derivative stocks that you can leverage against those hundred stocks. It's that sort of thing. There is four quad trillion. Let me say that number again. Four quad trillion in global debt in the derivative market. There's there's no assets to cover that. We are seeing the slow implosion of this entire system. It's augering down. So much of what we're witnessing with the cost right now, skyrocketing cost, is also a declining dollar. And let us not forget that the ruble is rising. Why? Because the ruble got pinned to gold. When they started the sanctions on Russia, quote-unquote sanctions, Putin pivoted the ruble to gold. 5,000 ruble to one gram of gold. And we've seen the ruble rise more than it has in years. It's up 11%. The dollar's down. Gas costs, because we've now apparently, we feel that it's important to lock our resources down on the ground. There's a lot of questions to why that's happening, and there are questions that every patriot and every anon should be digging and asking. I'm asking them. I can't find the answers yet, but these are questions that should be asked. Like, what's going on really with our assets? Do the Chinese own them? Have they been seized for other investigative purposes like EOs related to the election, and they can't get access to them? Are oil companies coming together to keep them locked up? 
Or is this truly, are we so screwed up that a handful of idiots sitting in D.C. are able to leverage the power and resources of global corporations like oil and gas? I doubt that, but maybe that's where we are. Because they have a vicious army of liberals that are out here that always make somehow manage to make HR departments and CEOs really squirmy. And that's ridiculous because they're just weak, loudmouth, LGBTQ most of the time people. Misguided liberals that have been trained in college how to be an activist with no other value in society. So we literally are in a war and a war of a most unusual kind. But Mark Dice, this is a five-minute piece. I want you to hear from Mark Dice. I think he's got a fantastic perspective on empowering on what's going on. Maybe it's time we start doing things the old-fashioned way. Instead of just tweeting to Pizza Hut, because in case you haven't heard, their Book It reading program is now encouraging elementary school boys to become drag queens. So instead of just tweeting to them or posting on their Facebook page... Maybe we should start calling local branches and ring the phone off the hook. And not just in this instance and not just Pizza Hut, but every time a corporation goes woke, instead of just posting about it on social media, we should do things the old-fashioned way and call them on the phone. Seriously, what would happen if for just one week, 90% of the calls to local branches weren't from customers calling to order pizzas, but instead were people sounding off about what it is that they're doing to our culture? Well, then the local manager would tell the local branch owner who would then call back to corporate office and tell them that they can't even take any orders because everyone keeps calling to complain about what the corporate office is doing. It's an old activist tactic that seems to have been lost to history called phone mobbing because you organize a mob of people to all flood the phone lines. To be clear, this isn't harassment or doxing. We're customers giving our feedback to the very businesses that we've patroned countless times throughout our life. And again, every product that's in your refrigerator, your cupboard, or your pantry has a 1-800 customer service number on it, and it's literally printed right there that they're asking for customer feedback. Come to think of it, the protests last weekend in Dallas, Texas at the Drag Queen event geared for the children might have been the first time that protesters actually showed up to denounce such an event. And look at the clips that it generated that went viral, it made the national news, but if you're gonna do that, you better be extremely careful because you may have seen the footage. Alex Stein got assaulted. Thankfully, he wasn't injured, but they easily could have maced him or injured him. We're dealing with godless Bolsheviks here, so this isn't something that everyone should be doing. Did I say they're godless? I meant to say that they're satanic. There's so many more clips from countless other leftist grooming events that have happened just in the last few days since Pride Month began, but I don't even want to show it. It makes me sick. It makes me sick to even talk about it. The libs of TikTok on Twitter has been posting a lot of it. One of the clips, again, I'm not going to show it, shows a young drag kid dancing around for a bunch of adults, and they're throwing dollar bills at him, just like in a strip club. Child beauty pageants in general are disgusting and should have been banned back in 1990 after the murder of Jean Benet Ramsey, but now they're literally having preteen boys dressing drag, dancing around for adults in gay bars and they're throwing dollar bills at them. And again, the clip that Libs of TikTok posted the other day isn't an isolated incident. Desmond is amazing, he did this years ago, and it was crickets. Of course, only independent alternative media outlets covered it at the time, and we've been the only ones ringing the alarm bell about this kind of disgust ever since it first started occurring back about five years ago. But thankfully, people are finally starting to pay attention. And a state representative in Texas named Brian Slanton, who 
follows me on Twitter, by the way, he's a fan, is introducing a new bill which would ban parents, degenerate parents, from bringing their children to drag queen shows, which would also put an end to drag queen story hour in the state of Texas, which is a good start. And now state legislatures in all 50 states need to follow his lead. When California Democrat State Senator Scott Wiener heard about this new proposed bill, it gave him an idea to draw one up of his own, he said, which would offer Drag Queen 101 as part of the curriculum in California K-12 through schools. You may say that he's just trolling, but Scott Wiener is the same California state senator who years ago introduced a bill to basically decriminalize gay men from knowingly spreading HIV to others. I guess technically it decriminalized everyone from spreading it, but as you know, certain people tend to be the ones who do that. And so Scott Wiener argued that the law was homophobic and so he introduced a bill to remove the penalty from a felony down to just a misdemeanor, and it got passed. The former governor, Democrat, of course, Jerry Brown, signed it into law. Not to mention that California and I think a half a dozen states now already have laws that mandate that kids in government schools, public schools, be taught LGBT history. California, the state as a whole, is a lost cause. There still are some local communities which are still viable and of course, there still are numerous states across the country which we can still save from the liberal pandemic, but conservatives and Christians need to stop being so cowardly. And maybe we should start using some of the leftist tactics against them. Like I said, we need to start picking up the phone and calling local branches every time a company goes woke, and then call them back the next day, the day after that, and maybe the following week, next month, just to remind them what it is that you think they're doing to this country. And like I said before, we need to start calling our congressional representatives and our senators on a regular basis and save their numbers in our phone contacts because the only one that I've seen denounce this latest grooming effort so far has been Marjorie Taylor Greene. She tweeted about it. Let me know in the comments, has anyone else said anything? It's time for people to stop being so timid and cowardly and go ultra MAGA. Go ultra MAGA. Patriots, this is a time, it is time to pull all the stops out and like we said many times when you're in war war takes on many different forms don't be tripped up by the hollywood illusion and the trap intentionally put there in your head that the only way to fight a war is with a musket this is an information and perception war we are in fifth generation warfare use the tools maximally remember there's so many different dimensions of what we can do the information spreading of truth the, the function of spreading truth is the key to destroying these people. And truth has to be put out there. Whether people want to hear it or not, I don't care. There's a lot of confirmation bias going on. There's a lot of co cognitive dissonance going on. There's a lot of gaslighting going on. There's a lot of people out here trying to not hear truth. And especially right now, sadly, there is a core in the, in the MAGA movement and there's a core on the left side and they're both acting like cults and that has to stop. This broad spectrum in between of what I would just call as American patriot independence, that's where truth rests. We've got to continue to build that base and re-anchor ourselves constantly on that rock of faith. This is going to get pretty rough going ahead because truth is going to suck for many people. The more that you start to see, the more that starts to be revealed, the harder it is, and people you trust are going to be, in, in, going to be wrapped into some of this. And... At a certain point, and I've said it, even though I always say, well, I can, I tell myself there's nothing that's going to shock me. There's going to be stuff. I guarantee it because I'm going to be like, what? you got to be kidding me. So there, it's, it's coming. It's happening all around us. We're seeing the show. Our biggest problem, again, is discernment. So 
That all comes from our centering and anchoring in our rock of faith and our relationship with Christ as we walk here. So important because we keep our eyes clear, eyes open, and we keep our ears open to what is true. And we can avoid a lot of the pitfalls that so many are being trapped in. Patriots, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just pray tonight very clearly for discernment for so many. This is such a confusing time. So much chaos intentionally sown to try to keep people confused and misdirected and sadly to keep them away from you. Father, we just pray right now very deeply that we can have this deeper relationship that each person that's come here and hears this can seek that deeper relationship through Jesus to you, Father. And in so doing, continue to find that anchor, that rock, that steady place to be on that no matter how this storm goes, we know we've got our feet locked solid on the rock of faith. For those that have built their house on sand, let them see a direction, see that illuminating light that can draw them into that relationship of Christ to leave that behind and join us on this rock of faith. We know that what's ahead is going to be demanding, and it continues to get more demanding every day as these fools try to turn things in there upside down and turn our eyes away from you. So guide us in this time, Father. Give us discernment. Give us intention. Give us focus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There is a lot, a lot, a lot going on, like we keep saying. And so much of this as well about this clown show is also obscuring what's going on with the medical side. People are dying. People are getting blood clots. Myocarditis is on the rise. Again, I go back to the principles when we start heading into, into the fall. Certain questions need to be demanded that they are answered by politicians. Where do they sit on the vax? If any politician out there, I don't care whether they are purple, red, green, blue, it doesn't matter to me. If they cannot answer that question, that they are going to stop the vax and pursue the culprits behind this, they're part of the, they're part of the problem. Ask them and demand to them where they are on food. Why are they not promoting the idea that people need to be growing food for themselves and seeking food independence? Ask them what their vision is for solving the food crisis in this country and the world. Ask them where they are in relationship to energy. And if they're going to just give you kind of the standard thing of like, well, we're just going to build more coal plants, we know that's a lie. If they're going to tell you that, well, we're going to solve it all with electric and solar, we know that's a lie. Start looking for people that have innovation thinking, like we're going to go to nuclear or we're going to go to start innovating new hydrogen methods. We're going to start working with what we have in enhancing our infrastructure through multidisciplinary areas of energy. Uh, however they answer it, but don't listen to the platitudes of just this green stuff. We need to know where they sit on the election of 2020. And if they're going to deny it, they're out. So it's not that difficult to discern who's going to be worthy. And I'll bet you, when, sadly, when you get through with it, you're going to be like, there's not a person I can vote for in either of the parties. Exactly. So this whole thing comes down to another very fundamental and very simple issue that everyone has to think about. And I'm going to leave you with this tonight. The criminal cabal is funded by taxes of this country. They do not like the Second Amendment. In fact, they don't like the First and the Second. They're trying to take it away from you. So I'm going to ask you a question for you to think about. If they don't respect the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, why are you 
complying to the 16th, which is paying taxes. Just asking. You cut off the money, you cut off the power. And that's what has to start happening. Patriots, if, you want to ch- if we want to change this thing, we have to go back to the Constitution. Taxes are illegal to begin with. But on the principle of the Constitution, since they're not respecting the Constitution and we don't have the Constitution, then we better start going back to what our founding fathers intended. We pay them, they use it against us. It's that simple. I'll let you pray on that one for a while. Think about it. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. But right now, we need a whole bunch of prayers from everybody for discernment and clarity and strength. We have a lot of people out here that are on that bubble of feeling like, oh, it's too heavy. We got to pray for their strength. They cannot waver. They've got to stand back, dig in, lean in harder to Christ. After all, that's why God and Christ are sitting there for us. In the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, 
will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 